So FISU, World University Sport Federation, is based in Lausanne. It was actually based in the building that my program was in. Wow. And this they were, is like Hogwarts of yeah, uh, yeah. sport. We're with Peter Marlette. So FISU was hosting, they host the World University Games. That's their marquee event, which for those who don't know what that is, it is an Olympics. It is a multi-sport, basically mirrors the Olympics, but it is exclusively athletes who are in university or college at the time. So they were hosting their 2019 summer games and needed a marketing, branding, and sponsorship consultant, basically. And with my background, with my previous five years at the agency doing basically exactly that, I I did a few interviews, but they basically asked the program, who's a good person to come do this? And I was suggested. Wow. So I got to go live for... The whole contract was only two months. I spent probably five or six weeks of that time in Naples on site in southern Italy, just making sure the stadium guidelines were up to code. And then I also managed the visits of Kyodan is the it's a huge Chinese sportswear brand. And they were the major partner of FISU and those university games. So I I managed their delegations visit. And then they were also courting Coca-Cola at the time. And I was in charge of Coca-Cola's visit as well to the games. So absolutely unbelievable experience living in a hotel on the Gulf of Naples. Spectacular. Yeah. Really hard work, but I'm sure unbelievable experience. And I took that and the thought was maybe stick around in Europe. If I was talking to different clubs that most people in the world have heard of, but getting a visa was just such a really a difficult process. And how do you even plan with the various countries and it's the a, leagues? It's just difficult. Yeah. It just is. I had plenty of great conversations with world-famous, historic Champions League-winning clubs that were all very positive. And then, all right, we'll start trying to apply for a visa. Wow. And Ouch. Yeah. I hadn't even considered yeah. that element of it. Yeah. FC Dallas in Major League Soccer posted a job that, that fit my profile pretty well. And at that point, I was still completely interested in the sponsorship, business development, revenue generation side of it, and felt that I still had more to learn on that side of it. And that was this role at FC Dallas in Major League Soccer. After going through five, six-week processes with these European clubs and them either fizzling out or not happening due to visa issues, I think from my first email to FC Dallas to negotiating my offer was like a week and a half or something. It was just... It was amazing. That's what I had been waiting for. So my wife and I were, I was in Dallas. She had to stick around and wrap things up in Switzerland, but I was in Dallas less than two weeks later. Business development, purely sponsorship, sales and management. It was a, it was actually more, and this was a devastating part of it. It was more than a 50% pay cut from what I was making prior to, to getting my master's, but 
again, the goal was to run a pro soccer club. And how am I going to act like I can do that if I've never worked for a pro soccer club? So it's just a a necessary step. And FC Dallas is a great club and a very important club in U.S. soccer and player development. I was there about a year and a half, primarily during COVID. And this job came up. And I, frankly, would have taken a general manager role absolutely anywhere in the country. The fact that it's in Omaha is lucky because there are there are a lot of other places that are not this big, not this nice, don't have this much to offer. Sure. That if they offered me the job before Omaha did, we would have been there yeah. 100%. So yeah, I would have taken this job opportunity absolutely anywhere. The fact that it's Omaha, I feel so lucky. And this is the fascinating and appreciate your candor. I think a lot of people, I've been in a tough industry too in TV and things and people don't understand to get to the bigger goal. You often do have to take steps back and big pay cuts sometimes just to prove you can do it. And I have great respect for that. My question when you're in MLS, this league opportunity opens up. Are you watching a lot of USL1? How familiar were you with the terrain just to be able to, you, did you know this is the next step generally, so I better be understanding or? Yeah, yeah. I had an idea that if if somebody was going to let me come be a GM, let me take the reins, it was not going to be an MLS right away. Sure. And a USL League One or some something in the USL ecosystem seemed like the most realistic next step. And luckily for me, my year, I was there more than a year, but part of that was the first ever USL League One season of which North Texas Soccer Club, which is FC Dallas's second team, they now play in Next Pro and MLS Next Pro, but they were in USL League One. So knowing where I wanted to be, I went to every single North Texas game. Okay. I watched every game. I was in the stands for every game that was taking at home. Taking notes even, or just yep, meant yep. literally taking f- notes. physically taking yep. notes. If yeah. they needed, there were a couple times that the North Texas GM, yeah, it's such a different structure because they are a small part of the MLS club, so it's a different structure, but they needed somebody to come. I was up in the press box once taking notes for Opta, just jotting down stats and stuff. So basically, everybody knew I was going to be at the North Texas games. So if there was a job that needed to be done, sure, yep. whatever, I'll go do that. And if I if there wasn't a job, I was in the stands. And, and how much are you pestering the front office folks at Dallas as this is happening? Like an appropriate amount, a lot, trying not to, I, is that not considered cool to get yeah, in on that I, territory? I think I was trying not to, okay. honestly. My job that I was brought there to do was to sell and manage sponsorships. Yeah. And I, while I was there, despite the fact that it was COVID, did that pretty successfully. Sold a few good ones for him. And I think that probably granted me some leeway and social events. Exactly. How how extensive is a MLS front office as far as scouting and... Oh, enormous. Oh, Um, really? Oh, yeah. Especially a club like FC Dallas. So they, there are a couple of other clubs in MLS in the country who might argue this point. But most people, I think, would probably agree that they have the best academy structure in the country. They are developing players from when they are playing recreationally up in 
to professionals. Yeah. And at the time, still currently, but at the time I was there, North Texas SC for most of those academy of those top academy players was the first step in professional soccer. I was League One at the time. Now it's Next Pro, but they develop the amount of U.S. national team players and players that are now playing over at big clubs in Europe that have come through that FC Dallas Academy and structure is overwhelming. So getting to see what they do, getting to see how they operate, go to training occasionally, not as a representative of right. the club, but just yep. being there yeah. was invaluable. It, I was able to learn so much. And at the time, like I said, gave up playing with this end goal of soon enough, whether it was 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, whatever sure. it was, running a club, I recognized that I now at this point had really good background in yeah. revenue generation and in the business development side and business management side of the club. I had this playing background, which obviously makes a difference, but I didn't have anything outside of the playing on my resume to suggest that, to prove that I knew what I was talking about on the field. So during that time, especially when COVID happened, just because stuck in an apartment so much, yeah. I started getting scouting certifications and scouting licenses. I learned from them, but mostly it was just to have a tangible license that I could put on my resume to say what I would be trying to tell people in interviews. I know what I'm looking who for. Who even accredits? Who do you apply yes. to even get such so a there, thing? So there are a couple different license licensing organizations. The one I went through, which is probably among the most prominent, is called the PFSA, which is the Professional Football Scouts Association. It's based in Manchester, but I got lucky. I took advantage of the fact that we were in COVID lockdown and the whole world was because I didn't have to go to Manchester to do it. They ah. took their courses online, whereas they previously were in person, or at least their advanced courses were previously in person. You could always do the 101 stuff, but if you wanted the right. actual license prior to COVID, you had to go to Manchester and spend your time there. I was able to do mine fully remote. And what surprised you about that process or what did you pretty much have an understanding of what um, it takes or... I, I think that I see the game and understand it and what makes for success. I think I always, I think some people will innately see it differently than others and possibly better than others. So I don't know that I necessarily got better at identifying traits or identifying talent or seeing the game, but I learned how to properly report everything. I had somebody prior to those courses asked me, said, hey, I think you know what you're talking about. Can you go scout this game and write a scouting report for me? Or can you go watch this player? And I would have come back with, I don't know, bullet points. Would have been some, I, there would have been no real form to what I brought back right. to them. So learning how to do the job yeah. and how to properly write these reports and effectively communicate what I'm maybe innately seeing yeah that was something i didn't have prior to those huh. courses and that brings up my last section here speaking of going out for parents listening who have kids this is a professional with just incredible experience 
your kid's good at soccer. What's your take on should they specialize? The trend seems to be towards specialization, though, as I said earlier, I played everything growing up and throughout high school and even into college briefly. I, being from Buffalo, New York, hockey is... Yep. is Sabres. The Sabres, yeah. The practically southern Ontario where I grew up so hockey's everything and Wayne Gretzky always said that he played lacrosse he played everything growing up and this is probably the best the individual who is best at their sport yeah across across sports and he played everything growing up and he did not specialize I think there's a hybrid there honestly as a kid I would play absolutely everything and find out what you really have a passion for or encourage your child to play absolutely everything. And they're going to know soon enough whether or not something speaks to them. And truth is, if you want to be a professional in any of those things or even a top college athlete in any of those things, unless you are just a out-of-this-world exceptional talent yeah maybe at 16 something like that you're probably gonna have to start thinking about not necessarily complete specialization but really honing your focus on that one thing if you want to reach those levels there's also something to be said for being on the team and everything and and enjoying it and getting those experiences not everybody you don't need to be a pro to get incredible experiences and to get the benefits of sports. I was good, but the things that I learned by playing every sport are the reason that I'm in the position that I'm in right now. It's not because I was exceptional at playing soccer or anything like that. I You learn lessons by diversifying and hard work and perseverance, for me at least, probably the most important things and probably the only reason that I'm doing what I do right now. It's learning how to suffer and learning how to come out and work through that and come out on the other side, hopefully victorious, but if not, having learned how to be so next time. Yeah, Peter Marlette. Thank you very much. Appreciate it.